on the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. It's WKOK Sunrise for a Friday morning. It's Friday. That means movie Mike is in the house. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Glad to have you back with us this morning. It always makes it easier for me when I have to get up early on Friday morning to know that I'm going to get to talk to you. So, Well, you got up early. I actually forgot to set my alarm for the correct time. Oh, well. And, uh, and realized that right at the moment I was supposed to leave the house, I was an hour behind. Well, you're today. here. So, yeah, I, I got here quickly, thank goodness. Um, I My body's used to it. Four o'clock this morning, I woke up before the mm. alarm. So, hey. Um, but I'm not going to get used to it to, to continue <laughs> to do this. Mark's going to be back on Monday, but Mike is here with his review this week of a love song. Mm. Tell us about that. Two veteran character actors get a chance to come front and center in a love song. Dale Dickey plays a widow who arranges to meet with Wes Studi, a lover from a long time ago, at a rural Colorado campground. They've reconnected online and decided to reunite to see if any of the old magic is still there. That's really all there is as far as plot. The rest of the movie shows what happens as they talk, sing and play their guitars together, and just generally feel each other out. If that sounds a little underwhelming, believe me when I say that a love song keeps you enthralled from start to finish. That's because the two lead actors suggest so much going on under the surface. These characters are older now, they're lonely, and they're looking for something that the other person may or may not be able to provide. Dickie and Studi are extraordinary in their roles, making you feel the combination of hope and insecurity inside. Watching them together is true movie magic. A Love Song is a beautiful, compassionate film about two lost souls looking to find themselves again, and there may not be a more affecting screen romance all year. On a scale of one to four, I give it three and a half Winnebago's. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, this opens today at the Campus Theater in Lewisburg, which is a perfect place to see it. You know, they show these kinds of movies that are yeah, not explosions and shootouts and things like that. They get a lot of movies that are human-centered and, and very well-made artistically. So if you like that kind of thing, go see a love song at the Campus Theater. And it kept your, it sounds like it kept your interest the whole time. It did. It's only 82 minutes long, so it's not oh. a super long movie, uh, which is good. It doesn't need to be. But the whole thing, it generates this suspense because she waits for a few days not knowing if he's even going to show up, and then he does, and they haven't seen each other in forever, and you know they kind of realize that they had something in common once, but do they now? And they dance around each other that way. So it's just a real one of those movies where it's all about the stuff underneath the surface, all about the things that the characters are feeling and not quite saying, and you don't know whether they're going to work out together or whether they're not or how they won't work out. So it's actually a really, really involving film, I thought. And pretty feel-good? Yeah, I mean, it's a movie that's, that's about finding yourself in life, about getting to a later point in life and feeling lost and realizing that you can get your way back to your center. And I don't want to give away what happens with the two characters, but it does kind of end up in a very positive note. Very good. And again, if you want to go see that, it's at the Campus Theater in Lewisburg. Yeah. You also have another movie you want to tell us about, Confess Fletch. 
Yes, you know, they've been trying to reboot the Fletch franchise for a long time. Writer-director Kevin Smith was going to do it at one point. Zach Braff was going to play Fletch. Then there was talk that maybe Ryan Reynolds would play Fletch. It never happened. Well, it's happened now. So the new movie opens uh, in some theaters today, but it's also on demand. And John Hamm from Mad Men is the new Fletch. And what they've done here is they've gone back to the Gregory McDonald novels that Fletch was based on. The original Chevy Chase Fletch had the same plot as the first book, but Chase added all the funny names and all the costumes and things like that and the more slapsticky kind of comedy. This goes right back to the roots of Gregory McDonald's second novel. So John Hamm is Fletch. He's in Boston looking into an art theft. He's rented this townhouse. There's a dead body that he discovers there. All the evidence points to him. He's got to clear his own name. Uh, now, you know Fletch is my favorite comedy of all time. I know it by heart. I've seen it countless times. I have to say, this movie is actually really, really good. John Hamm is a great choice to play the character as conceived in the books. The movie is funny. Again, it's not as broad or over the top as the Chevy Chase versions, but it still has a lot of humor, a lot of colorful supporting characters, and I liked it. So, Confess Fletch, you can rent that today on demand. I give it three stars. Nothing will ever top Chevy's version for me. Of course but, not. Right, but <laughs> this is a good movie, and if you like that character, Fletch, I think you'll like this. And if you didn't like the Chevy Chase movies for some reason, give this a try anyway, because like I said, it is more true to the books. You mentioned Ryan Reynolds there. Uh, he's been in the news this week. I uh, had an opportunity to watch uh, his video that he did promoting um, getting a colonoscopy. Yeah, I saw and that too. not only uh, is it an important message, but um, it was pretty pretty humorous too. Uh, he and uh, I forget his friend that was in that uh, with him. They made a bet and uh, both uh, did this video about their own um, going to the doctor to, to get their colonoscopies. And good for them for doing it. you got to get those and detect any problems early. Yeah, and they did find uh, polyps and uh, took care of it, and uh, so they're, uh, I, I really appreciated the fact that they can use a little bit of comedy but get an important message message across to folks. So uh, Let's also talk, um, it seems like every time I'm in, <laughs> um, we have a death to talk about. So we had an important French filmmaker die this week. Yes, the great French filmmaker Jean-Luc Godard passed away this week. He was of course responsible for Breathless and so many other classic films and he really kicked off that trend of the French New Wave that became popular here in America in the 60s and the 70s although his career spanned beyond that too so uh, somebody who broke a lot of the rules of cinema, invented other rules, created a lot of great films and certainly influenced many of the filmmakers that we know and love today so a definite loss there and, and he was controversial sometimes too, some of his movies were very controversial but that was part of his appeal, he wasn't afraid to shake the tree so, uh, Mike always has the best wardrobe. <laughs> so, he has a Steve Martin shirt on today for the jerk. And honestly, when you look across in my sort of hazy eyes, um, this picture of Steve, he kind of looks like uh, Jay Leno a little bit <laughs> to me. But um, you reminded me, uh, since last we spoke, I had the opportunity to watch Only Murders in the Building. Oh, And good. I will give my review. If you have not seen that, you need to go see that because that's an excellent series. And uh, both Martin Short and... And Steve Martin and Selena Gomez, great job on that show. Isn't it fun? It is very fun. Uh, there, there's mystery, there's comedy, everything you want in a show, I tell you. Um, I was very uh, into the binge-watching of that recently. So Yeah, it's the only TV show I've watched in a decade. I gave up TV many years ago, but I got my wife and son to watch it. I said, look, this is the only thing I've watched in 10 years. You need to watch it. It's that good. And they got hooked, too. Everybody I know who has seen it is absolutely hooked on it. And it looks like uh, season three is going to be a good one, too, yeah. uh, as they introduce 
introduced um, uh, Paul Rudd in there as the uh, person uh, that is going to be the character that they're dealing with in season three. So if you haven't watched it, I'm going to give my review of that. Go do it. <laughs> or my my. Uh, I second plea. that. So, um, Anything else you're uh, kind of into right now or watching uh, at the movies? You know, I had a chance yesterday to screen Blonde, which is the upcoming Netflix movie about Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Ana de Armas plays her. Kind of gotten some attention this week. You know, some people are saying that they feel it's it's just too cruel to Marilyn Monroe. So many movies have mined her tragedies. And uh, that's kind of how I felt about this one. I'll have a f- bigger review as we get closer to the release date on that. I mean, Ana de Armas is fantastic in it. Movie looks great. But man, let this poor woman rest in peace. Yeah, um, th- it seems like there has been a trend uh, in recent years to do some more of these biopic type things, um, and some of them not so flattering. <laughs> yeah, this is a three-hour movie that just lingers in every tragedy that happened in Marilyn's life and just goes into detail on every single one, and it's, it's kind of oppressive and depressing after a while. So this is one of Netflix's big movies. They, they think that this is going to be a major awards contender, so we'll see. I, I was a little on the fence about it, liked some things, didn't like some other things. Felt it was a little too cruel and depressing overall, so mixed review on that from me. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mike will have that as we get closer to the release date of that. And of course, you can get anything you want, Mike McGranahan, movie review-wise and more, at aisleseat.com. Yep, aisleseat.com. And follow Mike on Twitter, at aisleseat. Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks, this was fun. Yes, thanks for being here. We'll uh, check business news next here on WKOK Sunrise.